baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now we move to the 24th congressional district where Congresswoman Claudia Tenney uh, has moved districts and is uh, being challenged by Mario Fratto, who joins us this segment. Mario, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Mario, what made you want to jump in the race for Congress? Well, look, I've, I've never run for anything in my life. Um, people had asked me to run for state senator assembly. I was a lawyer for like six years. I had a practice here in Geneva. Um, now I'm running my family construction business. We do granite curbing, Geneva granite. And uh, I had no intention of doing this. And my wife and I got married a couple years ago. And last year she got pregnant and it kind of changes the way you think, I guess. I don't know for anybody who's a parent out there when you found out you were going to have a child, but you start panicking a little bit. And um, I started looking at the world and how it was going and thinking of what I could do to make a difference for the future of my son or daughter. And um, when I went to that first ultrasound with my wife and I saw that heartbeat in there, I, it got me emotional. I went out to the car and I, I flipped that mirror down and looked at myself and I said, you just made a person and you're going to have to put that person ahead of you because you don't matter anymore. It's all about this little guy or girl. And uh, I told my wife after that, I said, I'm, I'm running for Congress. And she, she told me I was crazy and um, the timing was, wasn't good, but I didn't want to look back and regret this and, and have to tell my son that I didn't take a shot. So I'm, I'm taking a shot because I can't just sit back and watch the country in, in this area fall apart. Looking at the uh, at NY24, Mario, what do you think are the the most pressing issues uh, going into this election? Well, I think it's a lot of the nationwide issues in here, uh, especially is the inflation, because, look, things things are getting so expensive for people right now, especially people that use like heating fuel and different uh, things like that. The costs have moved so quickly that we can't afford it, where people's, you know, energy bills that were three or four hundred dollars a month are now over a thousand dollars just just to, you know, heat their home and it's, it's it's insanity so i think we need to tackle that and a big problem as well is that we're losing all these manufacturing jobs you know we're we're trump was bringing them back and people said they wouldn't come back and it was happening we were taking on china and now all of a sudden we're we're bowing down to china again and they're pushing these agendas for solar and for electric vehicles where the batteries are made in china the solar panels are made in china and they're making them in coal-powered facilities. So they're telling us we can't burn coal and we need to use green energy. And they're letting China use what they call dirty energy to make all this green energy for us. So I think we're being sold out on both sides of the aisle. You know, also looking at issues in Congress, Mario, we just talked about this with uh, Congressman Brian Higgins. Uh, your thoughts on the Inflation Reduction Act that was just signed by President Biden? No, I mean, it, look, if you look what's inside these bills, it, it's t- full of tons of garbage. Um, it, it, it's just more more government failure. And I think that what we need to do is get down to single page legislation when we can on single issues, because what you find is people like my opponent, uh, Claudia Tenney, 
she voted for funding for Planned Parenthood. Well, that was $500 million a year. She did that twice, so over a billion dollars. And she says, well, it was in another bill with funding for this or funding for that, so I voted for it, but I don't support Planned Parenthood. And that's the problem, that you have hundreds or thousands of pages and you're voting for things that you say you don't support. And there has to be a point where you shouldn't have to compromise on certain issues when it's your values and your morals. And you have people like her basically selling out and saying, well, it got some money for my district, so I'll fund them anyways. And I think people don't like that. They want to see clearly what you're voting for and not packed in with all this pork um, with, with goodies for everybody and all these, these corporations that have the lobbyists um, beating down the doors to these, these congressmen. You know, uh, Mario, obviously within the Republican Party, President Trump, very popular. Uh, he threw his endorsement to Congresswoman Tenney. Uh, what's your response to that and to the voter that right now is thinking about Tuesday and, and um, thinking between the two of you? Uh, what's your response? Look, he doesn't he doesn't know me. We've never met. Um, you know, Lauren Boebert was uh, primary in a five term incumbent who President Trump endorsed. I believe it was Scott Tipton. He endorsed him over Boebert. Bobert beat him, and then and that night or the next day, Trump called Bobert, congratulated her, and she's one of his biggest supporters. And I don't think anybody wishes we still had Tipton over Lauren Bobert. So it's just one of those things where he doesn't know this race, he doesn't know the district, he's obviously not from here, and he had a past relationship with her. That's fine, but I think that people will make up their own minds. They'll vote for themselves. And I'm a big supporter of President Trump. It's not this isn't an, I'm not the anti-Trump guy here. It has nothing to do with that. I actually support more of his policies than uh, Claudia Tenney does. You know, she was one of 30 Republicans who voted with AOC and the Democrats for amnesty and to actually block President Trump's deportations. But she puts out this funny statistic saying she has a 97 percent Trump rating. Well, that's because she only did one term while he was in office from 16 to 18 and then lost her seat. But in 21, when she she regained her seat and got sworn back in in 21, um, that's when she voted for amnesty. She sponsored these transgender rights bills. She voted for red flag laws. So all the terrible votes that she's taken, a majority of them are after Trump left office. And I think the people, if they don't believe me, you know, I want them to look at it, look up her record, and they'll see that she has a worse conservative rating than Liz Cheney. So for everybody celebrating Liz Cheney's defeat and calling her a rhino, Claudia Tenney's even worse. You know, the the new uh, congressional districts, Mario, it's been very confusing, right? We, we had one set of districts that got ruled unconstitutional, a new set. Are you finding on the campaign trail people not really knowing what district they're in? Oh, absolutely. It's, 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 it's so frustrating because this district now is, is comprised of the old 27, parts of 23, um, parts of 21, a uh, very small sliver of 22, which is why Claudia Tenney claims she's running here, though. 95% of her district isn't in this district. Um, and, you know, parts of 24, obviously the old 24. So it's, it's pretty incredible what they did here. But the one good thing they did is they packed all the Republicans in one district. So if you're a Republican, you don't have to elect another Chris Jacobs or another John Katko or another Claudia Tenney. You have a chance to get a real conservative. And I think it's also that I'm not a career politician. You know, this is this is Tenney's eighth or ninth time running for office. Um, she's been in Albany. She's been in D.C. Uh, it reminds me so much of this race of, of Trump and Hillary, where Trump had never run for anything. Hillary was just trying to keep a job in, in government. You know, she the second they left the White House, she carpet bagged into New York for the Senate. 
then she ran for president, then she went to the secretary of state, then she ran for president again. They can't let go of power. So somebody like Tenney, rather than just saying, hey, the people that know me best won't vote for me anymore, and I'm now unelectable in my own district by my own constituents, I either don't run or I run and lose. She said, I need to find a safe seat where people don't know me, where I can try to convince them that I'm somebody I'm not, and then maybe they'll vote for me so I can keep my job. But I think it's absurd for anybody to look at this race and think Claudia Tenney's running because she cares about these people, because this is her third district in six months. So she went to the southern tier where, where Langworthy and Paladino are running and basically got run out of there. And now she says, oh, I'll run here. So it, 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 it wouldn't even make sense to believe that she's running because it's about these people that she doesn't know. You know, I've been here five generations. I run a business here. I'm raising a family here. I'm running because these are my people. I'm one of us, and I know what's happening on the ground. She's running because she wants a congressional pension and to keep her job. Mario, you know, on um, one of your issues, gun rights, uh, what, when, when you hear gun rights, when you say gun rights, what does that mean to you uh, in Congress? You need constitutional carry. You have to have it. It's, it's one of the only, if not the only, uh, constitutional right that we have that changes depending on which state you're in. And that's absurd. You know, if you have a right and that right is to keep and bear arms and it shall not be infringed, then why isn't the federal government stepping in? You know, the, the, the federal government gets involved in tons of issues that they have no business getting involved in. And then this one, which is clear as day, the Second Amendment, they leave it all up to the states. And they're allowing states like New York to pass these crazy unconstitutional laws that we have to push into the Supreme Court and try to get them overturned, where instead the federal government should just say, you can carry in any state where this is one issue that the federal government should be controlling. And it should be very little. You know, uh, Congress right now, one of the most unpopular it's ever been, um, you know, right along with anything else in Washington. Uh, your opponent currently in that Congress. What do you think Congress should do and what would you do in Congress to maybe make that approval rating go up a little bit? Well, I think they need to get down to business. You know, what it constantly is, is seeking revenge on the other party. George Washington warned us of this in his farewell address, and it's pretty sad that if you just would have listened to one of the founding fathers, our first president, he told us to stay out of these foreign affairs. He told us the two-party system's dangerous. Do the people's work and go there and do what you said you were going to do. But somebody like Claudia Tenney runs as a conservative, says she wants a secure border, she wants traditional values. She voted one of 30 with AOC to vote for amnesty, one of 24 to vote with Pelosi and the Democrats for taxpayer-funded sex changes, right? That's not who you said you were. You know, funding Planned Parenthood is not who you said you were. You know, sponsoring a bill to allow men and women's bathrooms. What I, the, I think the bigger problem is within the Republican Party, they don't fight like the Democrats do. When the Democrats vote and they believe in something, it's 220 or 215 to zero. And then when the Republicans vote, they lose 20 or 30 or 40, like Claudia Tenney and Chris Jacobs and John Katko and Liz Cheney and all the, the rhinos in the party vote with the Democrats. So the country just keeps drifting left because when we get power, we never do anything with it. We just sit back and, and, and either do nothing or we actually go along with the Democrats. And I think we need to pull the country back right because this whole pronoun thing and the woke transgender thing and everything being about what your race is, what your sex is, um, what your religion is, 
it's getting really old for people because that's not helping anybody. It's just causing more division. You know, you mentioned that uh, this new district dips a little into NY27. Uh, Congressman Chris Jacobs, who you mentioned, you know, he was at the southern border quite um, quite often during his time as congressman. Your thoughts on uh, the immigration issue at the southern border and steps you think Congress needs to take? Well, I think you need to deport people that are here illegally. And if they're here because farmers want them and that they have a place for them, then you need to make better programs. But you can't just say, if you broke the law, you're now legal, because that incentivizes more illegal immigration. So if we need to extend visa programs, if we need to make them quicker, easier, cheaper to get temporary or seasonal workers, then that's fine. We have to do what we have to do to to keep the country going. But nobody thinks that solution is amnesty. And people like Chris Jacobs went to that southern border and then voted with AOC as one of those 30 Republicans for amnesty for millions. After Pelosi took to the floor that day and said, this will provide millions of what she called undocumented workers with a pathway to citizenship. And all the Republicans went out there besides those 30 and said, this is amnesty. We can't do this. It'll incentivize more illegals. So if you know that if you can get here, there's going to be a program for you and you're going to get a free education and you're going to be allowed to stay and you can not be forced to work in farming because within a couple of years, you'll be on a pathway to citizenship to work wherever you want. Why wouldn't you come across that border? You know, it's, it's very simple stuff, but um, they can't figure it out. And that's why, like you said, they have an 18 percent approval rating, I believe, which is even half of what Joe Biden has. So Congress is the failure here. And why would we keep electing the same people like Claudia Tenney and expect to get a different result? Mario, before we wrap up here, uh, your opponent is our next guest. Uh, what is your uh, your final push as we go into primary day um, for your uh, for? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tripping over myself here. Uh, final push to the voters as we go into uh, election day. Well, I would just say that if you want something different, if you want somebody who isn't a politician, who's actually one of you, who's from this district, who isn't coming over 150 miles into the district to keep their job and who actually is a real conservative, not an F-rated conservative, then vote for us, and you have a chance to change something. But if you want the same thing from the same people who are ranked in the bottom 10% of the House, um, then then go for Claudia Tenney. But I think we deserve better. And Ma- you can find out more at MarioForCongress.com, the word for. Mario, thank you so much for uh, joining me this morning. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.